Welcome back to another episode of the Sideline Sodas Podcast. Dame Watch, got to check in. Day 56, the vibes are pretty low. James Harden wants a trade again. A little college football teaser coming for you guys. Our favorite segment's back, MLB Pitch Clock. This week, start one, bench one, cut one of NFL Network theme songs. That ought to get contentious. Second half, we got a little NFL news and happy hour heroes and zeros. So we got a lot to cover. Let's get right to it. Yeah. Tell them that story you're telling. And now for our feature presentation. Day 56 of Dame Watch. It, it uh, continues. Dame Watch is it's all summer, really. It is the event of the summer. All of America just waiting with bated breath. We go live to our correspondent in Florida, Kyle. Well, you know, vibes are getting lower and lower by the day, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, Damian Lillard and the rest of the league are just non-existent right now so uh it yeah. is it is amazing how that league just go like when they go on vacation they go on vacation yeah there's they, nothing going on some are saying that you know the league's going to take a longer vacation than sideline sodas did <laughs> yeah. I, yeah yeah those vacations can end up being longer than dame watch <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's pretty impressive just how little there's been to hear about this. It just, it was a thing that was going to happen. It was inevitable. Then it wasn't inevitable. Then the NBA was looking into it. And now it's just been crickets for weeks now. It's Yeah, it's, it's been brutal. It's also like not hearing anything from him either. I, like, I get trying to just play close to your chest, but I was listening to so, or I was listening to the local radio show in virginia the other day and they were talking about how when do you guys think the point was that the nba became so player driven the the i'll just give you like i'm just gonna give you the biggest example and i actually agree with this but it was when lebron left cleveland and went to miami the first time well no yeah and it was but the only thing was that the only thing about that was he was a free agent when he did that so it's not like he was like forcing himself out under contract. I would say it would be like the Kyrie, the KDs. Yeah. yeah. I think the LeBron thing, it didn't get you all the way, but that was kind of the tipping point. Super teams. And just the way he did it, the super team, and then also the way he went on ESPN and it was the decision, and it kind of became – That was kind of when the NBA offseason and these stars moving around really kind of became a season onto itself. Yeah. So I, I think feel like LeBron... um, my, my tipping point, I think, sorry, I didn't miss Stephanie there, but uh, it feels like Anthony Davis to me. Oh, when he forces me out of New Orleans? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The only, yeah. I was going to say Shaq too, when Shaq was like, look, I'm not playing in Orlando anymore. Let me to LA. 
Well, it's, like, it's I'm different. Playing here. It's very interesting with the NBA because you've had you had a moment back in the NFL draft years back when Eli Manning got drafted. And he said, "No, I'm not playing for the Chargers." But even, that hasn't that hasn't produced the same ripple effect. Even before that, didn't Elway do that too? Yeah, yeah. and it has. It, that just hasn't produced the same ripple effect. It's very interesting how the NBA it's kind of produced this ripple effect where the NFL. I mean, it's still very much not. Obviously, you've had some changes in that direction. Lamar Jackson successfully negotiating his own contract, but you still see, like, you got these running backs who are legitimate stars, and they can't get that stuff figured out. Um, you still got horrible people like Jim Ursay trying to treat him like garbage. Yep, there it is. Yeah, I, uh, um, I think it's. I think the NBA is. Of basketball, the NBA is so interesting to me because they try to preach this player first league when in reality that actually hurts them because now it's just it's just whatever these people decide to do once they get a lick of fame, it's all right. Well, I'm just going to force myself onto a better team. Like I understand, and the Dame situation is different because Dame did all the right things in Portland, and it's ridiculous that they won't you know do it for him for what he did for Portland. But the NBA and like. And the great segue into the whole James Harden fiasco. That's exactly, exactly the the best, the greatest of all time at forcing trades. James the, Harden. What is this, number four? This is number f- uh, and just, five? Just the way he's done it. He like, the way he just gets fat whenever he wants to be traded and then goes to a new team and immediately is back in perfect shape, not showing up to training camp. going Loves to Magic clubs City. And- Going to Magic City instead, and then when he's Who asked doesn't? about an interview, just and when he's asked about an interview in Houston, just goes, "Oh no, I, why weren't you with the team? Oh, I was training." Yeah, it's like, yeah. dude, you came back and came sixty pounds over eight. Like, dude, talking? it's wild. I wish I could control my body weight the way James Harden does. It's like a thermostat. He's just like up a couple pounds, down a couple pounds. It's have you seen wild. the? I've seen memes of the fat suit, like where it's yeah. like the open closet. And there's a fat suit sitting there. I like the one where it was like, it's showtime and it's the fat suit. Yeah. There's great memes, but I will say I've never been a James Harden fan and I'm certainly not a James Harden fan now. I think it's so ridiculous that came out and said that stuff about uh, the GM. Um, In China too. I think because he spoke, he spoke out against China, the GM. So they, they are primed to hate him there. I just think it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, This is, I hope they trade him to like Siberia. You know the best part is so, definitely he was sitting there talking to those Chinese kids, and they were like, "Who the fuck is Mori?" They were like, "They were like, shut up and shoot the ball already." Yeah, it's the other thing that went viral was him doing that dance with I I would assume is like a uh, an influencer in China. I think that was the political way to say that. Yeah, it's dancing around it. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's really incredible. Are they even gonna? Does anyone want to trade for him at this point? Boy, the other thing that's weird about it is, I, I would assume the conversation, and of course, we'll ne- we won't know for a while. But is GM told him, "Hey, opt in, and we'll trade you," and he opted in, and now they're like, "Yeah, we're not gonna trade you." But you know what I hate is that all these reports from his camp is that he's going to make the li- the life of the Sixers hell. Come on. Like, 14? 
Like, come on, be an adult about it. And they're also still paying you what, like thirty-eight million? Yeah, it's. I, I mean, they're paying you thirty-eight million to play basketball. They, I, where does he want to go? That wants him. I don't well, remember. He he wanted to go to Houston, and well, we know why he wants. Coach to go to said absolutely not, not coming here. Yeah, uh, I don't know how anyone trades for him. I mean, he's you know he had one good game in the playoffs last year, and that that was it. I mean, well, when he's know. past his prime. You look at his record in elimination games over the past couple of years. It's it's not good. It's no, I mean, it's, not. He, it's not worth it at this point. And he's gonna. This is now the second time that he's requested to be traded from a team that he got to by requesting to be traded there. So. If you trade for him now, you know this is happening. When things go wrong, and they inevitably seem to do with James Harden, you know this is coming, and you're going to be on the other side of it, and it's a huge mess. At this point in his career where he's at as a player, it's simply not worth it. It's not. But, yeah, the, it's just – it's ridiculous, and I've already had enough talking about James Harden and his yeah. – it's just bull his antics. So on He's that hysterical, but I'm yeah. He is on that. A little college football action here, Kyle. Graham Mertz, how are we feeling? How are we doing? Yeah. I would prefer if you would address him as Grammy Heisman. You're right. I, I, would, I would prefer that as well. I would also tolerate soon to be Heisman trophy winner, Graham Mertz. Heisman Mertz. Yep. I like that one. Henry sent me that the other day. I, I like that. We were just talking before the show, and and I were saying, I think there's enough room right now in the Heisman Garden in Gainesville for a nice. <laughs> you can have Tebow running the ball. You have Warfel and uh, Spurrier throwing the ball, and then right next to them, might as well put up the Mert statue now with him in a nice crisp handoff. <laughs> yeah, look, great play fake. It's a great play fake. Yeah, selling the play action is one of the hardest things to do in the NFL. Hey, hard knock showed us. Last night, uh, yeah, high hopes for for the Gators this year. Oh, yes, yeah, that was a question black I was hoping we weren't going to get to. They're um, going to be the best jerseys in college football. Expectations for UF this year. I'm just hoping we beat Vanderbilt. Oh God. <laughs> Well, I mean, we lost oh, to Vanderbilt man. last year, which was just, you want to talk about ruin a week. That that week was done. Yeah. But I just chalked it. it in. I was like, I'm done. How many, how many times did you watch the highlights of that game, Kyle? Oh, no. Highlights? You mean dissecting the film? Yes. Yeah, it's breaking like, down the film. little film study. I, I pulled one out of Coach Salah's uh, playbook right there, a little silent film study. Silent film. Yeah, silent film, because you know it's so different than having it, the sound on. This is such a tangent. Like, wouldn't you want to hear the communicators out there? No, no, silent film. Sorry, right. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I've been preached to. I feel like my whole life, the communication is came on the fields, and it's. I want it in silence. It's like okay. Like, I'm. I'm right. super excited though. We're getting close to Gators game day. You know, that Thursday night matchup against Utah is going to be. Cam Rising might not play, so really got that going for me right now. Jeez, and at Utah, right? Be- at Utah, yep. That's going to be an exciting. Well, what we got, that's Thursday of week one. I'm very excited for that game. Also very excited as a Big Ten fan and hater um, of other Big Ten West teams. Very excited for Nebraska, Minnesota, 
because one of those fan bases is going to be absolutely miserable. And also, it's funny that they have to play on Thursday night like the high school teams are. People, hey, people we don't hate on Minnesota. Thursday night football right now. This is a safe space for Thursday night football right Minnesota, now. I'm just saying, Minnesota, are plus two thirty to win that game. I'm going to sprinkle it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So everyone go no. bet Utah. Go yeah, yeah, bet Utah. I know. I'll yeah. do that in the over, just like I did last year. Well, uh, Mertz, I think Mertz has the potential to put in a good year. Yeah, I mean, all jokes aside about Utah or Florida being bad, I do think they're being slept on a ton. Like, you know, last well, year know it's ups and downs. I think they're being slept on a ton. I mean, it's last a, year it, had a lot more downs than ups. Yeah, and that's why people are saying, "Oh, yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll beat Vanderbilt this year." Like, I don't know. I mean, the game against Utah basically got Anthony Richards drafted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Anthony Richardson. That was. Great game to be at. One of the best, best live events I've ever seen. They're still showing those highlights. I mean, from the only the only highlights they can find it from Utah. I know. I watched one, the whole, I watched the whole game on ESPN the other day. Yeah, it was on. The one issue, the one issue you have going from Richardson to Mertz, and I think Mertz can play well. He's capable of making the throws you need to make. It's just can he do it consistently? But Richardson, and I mean, you had that athletic ability the ability to kind of make something out of nothing make plays of his legs merch doesn't really bring that you're gonna have to find a way to keep him clean you can roll him out he does throw well on rollouts but you're gonna have to the offensive line is gonna have to find a way to keep him upright and give him time to deliver the ball what i'm excited about with graham Mertz is anthony richardson had that big game potential like we saw it at utah like he can come out there and he can drop three touchdowns on the ground he can have games like Tennessee where he dropped three in the air. We we know he can do that. But when Anthony Richardson wasn't on, it, I mean, there may not have been. You might as well put in a backup at that point. Yeah. I'm well, excited was, for a little more consistency in passing. I will, I will say that was the same issue Wisconsin had with Mertz a lot because you had you had those games against Illinois. But his first ever game, he throws goes out, goes 20 for 21 for five touchdowns. So when he was on it, Executive producer here, our Wi-Fi went out, so we will be back in three, two, one. On Graham Mertz, how much of that was on offense, Paul Christ's offense, obviously he was fired in large part because the offense simply could not produce year after year. So the consistency has been Mertz's biggest struggle as well, but he does bring that upside when he's on. If you can keep, if the offensive line can keep him clean, he can make the throws, but if he's getting hit early, that's when he started to struggle at Wisconsin. Uh, looking at the top ten, do you guys have anything that anything that you don't agree with or agree with? Florida State's frauds. Yeah, AP top. I mean, AP top twenty-five. It was weird for me. Top four, pretty much what you'd expect: Georgia, yeah. Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, in that order. Outside of that, LSU, USC. Penn State coming in at seven, Florida State at eight, and then uh, so someone walked me through that. What's going on in Florida State that they're that high on? We're talking about the same team that stormed the field after beating UF last year as the ranked team. I don't understand that. Like I didn't know that Florida State was the. I mean, that they're in the top ten to start the year. Yeah, it feels like a bit of a reach for sure with them, but they're helped out. I mean, in. You know, they have that big non-conference game versus LSU on September 4th. Oh. That 
Nice. That's going to be huge. Well, that'll be it. That's the last we'll hear from Florida State this year. Right. I mean, if they if they're they can the same thing that, last year, if they can be competitive in that, you know, then there's maybe some more substance to the buzz. It's certainly a bit of a projection based on what they bring back, what they bring in in terms of talent on paper. It does feel it's one of those teams you got you got to see it to believe it. Yeah. Um, then behind them you got Clemson. Clemson's another team I'm not sold on. Who's the starter at Clemson now? I don't even know. I have no idea who's starting at Clemson now. I feel like we're past the the DJ kid, and now it's I got no idea. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I mean, I don't, we're early, so it's all right. I'll know his I'll know his name by week one. If I heard his name, I'd remember it. But it's the, yeah, uh, this also, be, go no, ahead, go top, ahead. That's top not ten him. wash. Top ten Washington rounds out the top ten. I mean, we've talked about Florida State a little. What are the thoughts on the rest of the top ten? I think Washington's ridiculous. I think Tennessee not being in the top ten is really dis. I know that they they lost they lost a quarterback, but they did beat Alabama last year. So like I, I don't know, and I guess that doesn't hold the same weight. But also like even Texas is is overhyped until that they let Archie play. In my yeah, opinion, Texas, Texas at eleven. Interesting. I that's mean, that's, I the man, like, that's the main touch. That all that is. It's not that good. I feel like we've done. We do this every year with Texas. They're like the, the Cowboys. They're the Cowboys. Honorable mention of best college they have traditions. The, they have the t- Texas is back. Yeah. <laughs> they, Orange Dome, baby. They have the talent, and I lump them kind of the same as Florida State. They have a lot of talent. When are they going to put it together? Are they going to put it together? Because it's been years since they've managed to put it together. Yeah. And then, Ryan, you know, you got Notre Dame, Tennessee at 12. I don't know. Seems. Take it or leave it. Whatever. Yeah. You got Notre Dame at 13, which they had a tough year last year. First year head coach. They've made some changes. Obviously, new quarterback, new offensive coordinator. It'll be interesting. That's kind of Notre Dame's spot. You know, 13, that's kind of always where they, you know, they're not going to really ever fall below that range in the preseason. Another team that has a lot of talent. Never. Uh, if they if they can put it together, they can definitely have a good year. Utah behind them seems honestly a little low for Utah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You 14 through, like, 18 are like toss-ups. I actually would have Wisconsin higher, but there's I mean there's a lot of height. There's a yeah, lot of but, height. But that's that's the issue. First of all, Wisconsin, as is tradition, coming in somewhere between 15 and 20 in the Always. preseason AP top 25. As is tradition. They there is a lot of hype. Obviously, Luke Fickle at head coach, Phil Longo at offensive coordinator. You got Tanner Mordecai transferring in from SMU to quarterback that an offense that brings a lot of talent back. Uh, you got Braylon Allen and Shimray DK running the ball. That's one of the better one, two punches in college football. It's a lot of hype. I think 19 is fair for them based on that. The schedule sets up pretty favorably for them to get off to a good start and be able to work out, you know, some of the issues on the fly, but, it's that whole area. It's, you got to see it happen. 
I'm actually pretty high on Oregon State in that range. Oregon State might be my favorite team of the year just because of the whole what's going on with Pac-12 and everything. But yeah, I, I think Tulane in the top 25 is interesting. This is a, here's a stat that'll really just drive it home for for you, Kyle. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16 teams receiving more vo- votes than Florida. Just going to give you some of these names. UTSA, Boise State, Troy, Toledo, Duke, Mississippi State. That sounds like a 7-0 and record if we played them. I, I cannot believe that I just – that's what I'm reading. How the fuck is Toledo getting more votes than Florida? I mean, what? I think people are very, the very Gators, low on the Gators. Very low on the Gators. Uh, All right. Obviously. Little rat poison. Little rat poison. Yeah. Sprinkle right in there, tidbit. little rat poison. They're going to beat fucking Utah by 37 points. Don't bet that. Fade that. Fade that. Fade that hard. I mean, you want um, the biggest lock of the year, though. Graham Mertz, five touchdown passes. At any point or just five total? <laughs> If you got to play Illinois, yes, he loves playing Illinois. Um, one other name I want to throw out there is this Riley Leonard from Duke. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the hype around him, but the kid's a, the kid's a stud. Um, I know it's Duke football, so we'll chill. But uh, yeah, I if that name comes up, I said it. I said it before the year started. Uh, one one fun thing about the AP Top Twenty Five: Iowa coming in at twenty five. Uh, very amusing for people who have been following some of the offseason stories there where Brian Ferentz, their offensive coordinator, in order to keep his job after this year, guess how many points the team will have to average per game? Nine. 25. Oh, he's gone. Say so, yeah. I want to do that. 25 points? That. Yeah, you might as well might as well be certain. Well, have they scored tw- have they scored twenty five points in a season? <laughs> yeah, I just think it's, it's very funny that they're at twenty five in the poll. Fun little reminder. Very fun how that works out. Oh my god, it's, I'm just picturing Henry having like Twitter notifications on just anything negative about Iowa. No, I mean I. I think they'll be pretty solid. He just goes year. on and reads the hate comments, and he's just like, this Fuels is them. it. Fuels him. It's his pre-workout. <laughs> Bad day at the office just go. comes on like, oh, yeah, give me some Iowa hate. Up from, from fucking Iowa. Little Hawkeye hate gets me through the week. Little pick me what up. I what I want to see happen <laughs> with Iowa this year, I want them to be bowl eligible, but below the 25 points per game, and then get into, you know, go like, you know, second place finish in the Big Ten West to Wisconsin. So decent record, decent bowl game. Get some, be well below the 25-point threshold, though. So Brian Ferentz is gone. Everyone's happy about that. And they made a bowl. They get some SEC team that has decided to not play defense, put up like 50-something. The average just sneaks up over 25 for the season. Brian Ferentz gets to keep his job. All right. You that can... Not play defense in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They might have a Heisman winning trophy quarterback this year. Yeah, they might. I don't think they're going to 
don't think they might I think they're absolutely going to. I don't I mean, there's a lot of good talent. Obviously uh, returning. Not... <laughs> Caleb Williams won the Heisman last Marvin Harrison Jr. It might be him if it's not a quarterback. It's him. It'd be good to see a receiver win it. Yeah. Yep. From or Buckeye Luke. Oh yeah. Buckeye yes. Luke. Back on Huge that. Ohio State guy. Massive Ohio State guy. Should we talk a little little MLB boys? A little pitch clock? Yeah, a little pitch clock action. I think before we start, uh well, actually. If it doesn't get mentioned, I do think it. I think it's gonna get mentioned, but uh, oh, I think I think it will. Well, be we gotta we gotta start the timer. I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. I do, and I would like to start the you guys, timer. You guys want me to, you know, start yeah. us off like always? Shambles. The number numbers matter. And it has to be. It's thirty seconds. It's not fifteen seconds. It's not thirteen seconds. It's thirty seconds. It's it's not fifteen going on thirty. Fifteen going on eighteen. It's no. It's thirteen going. If it's on under, it. it's, it's under. Right. It is thirty seconds. All right. Let me know when to start. All right. Let me. Oh, I'm doing this today. All right. Go. The Rays are back. They're playing good baseball, and uh, if you live under a rock, just look up Wander Franco. Not gonna touch yeah. that anymore. Yeah. No, no other race news at all. That huh? Definitely nothing going on. Nothing else, nothing else. Uh, Shohei Otani is gonna probably win the triple crown. It's ridiculous. Yeah, almost as ridiculous as uh, the Wanda Franco situation. Yeah. Oh, the Yankees suck. By the way, yep. the Yankees That's, that there it is. That is thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Great take. No. Yep. That was, that was perfect for that situation. That's all we wanted. That's good. It's all legend. Yeah. All yeah. legend. Yep. Sure, we yep. say that. Wander Franco and Carl Malone pulling up to the homecoming dance is just a sight to see. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's oh, like LeBron no. and Wade. Handshake. Handshake. Up. Yeah. The memes were incredible. If you've been memes living under a rock, just slip up Wander Franco and just go off yeah, of what the memes that's... say. Just Google it. Handshake. Let's, handshake. Let's hope that's all there was. God bless, man. It's a, it's a. Well, all right. Moving on. <laughs> all right, we gotta, we gotta toss it over to ourselves because we like to tiptoe a fine line, and we're really tiptoeing one right now. So, uh, we'll toss it over to ourselves for our start bench cut. We're back with another great segment here. Not a snake draft this week, but a little start bench cut. This, this week's start bench cut is uh is interesting. In the world uh, that is NFL football, there are several noises, several songs, several themes that get you fired up for eight hours of football. We're going to start bench cut Fox, NBC, and CBS. Yep, the themes. The Kyle, lead us off. It's a tough one. Maybe controversial. I like this. But I just, I close my eyes when you picture the themes. You got to start CBS. You know, it's Whoa. early in the day. It's early in the day. You got the, the afternoon games. So starting CBS. I'm benching Fox. And I'm cutting NBC. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. I didn't strictly vibes only. Vibes only. Yeah, that's how we do everything on this show. Yeah, just you know, close your eyes and picture like early <laughs> in the day. It's an early on a Sunday. 
and that CBS tune's going off, and you're just, you know, you're in the heart of it. Yeah. I do, I do appreciate that when that comes on, you know that, all right, we're stepping in now. We're stepping into the, the afternoon. It's time. You sit down. You sit down on the couch. You give yourself the old manly, ah, as you sit down, let, let the pressure best, off the knees. Best feeling in the world. Turn the volume up a little bit. Close the door to your man cave. Game over. Cold one. You sit there and you go. I'm not doing anything for the next seven and a half hours. I'm not, I'm not moving oh for seven hours. Commercial break. I'm getting up and going to the bathroom. And then I'm coming back, sitting in the same spot. Yeah. There we go. That's football, I'm, baby. On your other TV, you have Red Zone on. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. Henry, your mix? I'm going. Got to start it off. Starting the NBC Sunday Night Football theme. Sunday night, you know it's a big game. Nothing better than sitting down, watching a good rivalry game, get you going. Like the crew, got Tony Dungy in the studio. Love Tony. Always good to get his insights. Tony, Rodney, before the game. Um, Just love the whole Sunday night football experience. Uh, At number two, I'm going to go in the bench in the Fox theme think it's a solid theme you got the robot it comes slams the nfl and fox logo down uh it's um you know got a a, too much cowboys though but yeah strict strictly off vibes i just you know i picture it's the cowboys yeah yeah but i just want to see the cowboys Cowboys theme song or the theme song of the nfc i'm sure it's the cowboys losing to like the eagles and that makes me happy that's and fair. then 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 I'm gonna bench CBS. It's a good one, but someone's got to get benched. All right, I am starting NBC Sunday Night Football. The other underrated things Sunday Night Football is that's the halftime show that you have to watch because all they yes. do the entire halftime is show you all the games from early. Yes, and the pregame show, Football Night in America. Great, great show too. Also, it's like it's always a and now with the flexing, it's always a pretty good game. And, and yeah. you know that, hey, like I get to watch just one game now. I'm not focused on, I'm not focused on 15 other games. I'm just watching yeah, this yeah. game. Number two, I'm gonna say CBS. I love CBS. Uh, I love that one o'clock. Uh, Kyle, you make a really good point. There's nothing that's like the theme music. It's great. My day is over. Through and uh, I am sorry. Benching CBS, I'm cutting Fox only because they're gonna end up doing Greg Olson really dirty in the in this contract negotiation for Brady. I went a different I went a different route there, but yeah. (laughs) I swear though, that CBS tune is it's just like mental hypnotism. Like as soon as I hear it, I suddenly am just really inclined to just sit down and do nothing. The first song my child has and I have a child will be the NBC Sunday night football theme song. You're playing it as as they're coming out. Yeah. Before and he's playing it still I'm sure my boom, wife would be thrilled yeah. that that's what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Just put it's the crowning. Right <laughs> 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 It'd be good content. When Luke's having a kid, then we're all getting too old. Yeah. yeah. Well, or Luke we making some cash. Or, or Luke has <laughs> made a Luke's big made. mistake. Yep. Yeah. Yes, those are the two. Those are the two options. Um, Let's hope it's the second one. Let's hope it's the first one. The, yeah, no, not the second. Too old, not the second one. All not right, the, well, fade Luke. 
Yeah, nope. he, uh, he, bet, he, he bet the over on time and it didn't work out for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm if not Mr. placing Mr. a bet Mr. on Mrs. that. Mrs. DeWitt are listening. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was our middle segment. Uh, Mr. Bench cut. Uh, we're going to get back to ourselves for a uh, little NFL news and some happy hour heroes and zeros. All right. We got. That was our start bench cut NFL themes. We're feeling the NFL right, going right ahead, getting to some NFL news. Uh, preseason in full swing at this point. Big story. Obviously, starting to get some starters named a quarterback. Anthony Richardson getting the start for the Colts week one. Bryce Young for the Panthers. Did they name Stroud? Has he been named yet? Yeah. I believe so. How many of all right? I'm I'm gonna say, how many of these guys are gonna be successful in a week? Let's just take Anthony Richards, Bryce Young, Stetson Bennett. No, I'm just kidding. So actually, we can take Stetson Bennett, uh, CJ Stroud, uh, Will Lettuce. So that's what five. How many of them are gonna be? And I'm not talking about Hall of Famers. Let's just say they're. I don't know. They're gonna make it to their second contract with their same team. There you go. There you go. Two. Yeah. I I I would say. That's right where it should be. Yeah. Of that group of five, two of them. Yeah. It's not going to be Stroud in Houston. I don't know. I don't know. The I, I don't know. I think it's 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 interesting that like the whole sit em is out the window now. Screw it. We gotta see them play. I get it in Indy. They don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, you guys want to adopt a adopt a rookie, you know, the way you can adopt a road. I'm in. I'll adopt a rookie. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Uh I'm not going to pick our 15 just because, but I'm interested to watch Bryce Young. I'll take Bryce Young. I'll Henry, Bryce I'll let Young. you pick. I'll go. Uh, I'll go CJ Stroud. Just, just to spite me, huh? I'm interested. Just, just go on the Big Ten route. You know, I love PFT commenter over on Twitter was during the preseason game. Stroud boy. Bit, Stroud boy. Yep. Stroud I love boys. that. Wait. Stand, stand Say up. It. Stand up and stand in the back. Who are you going with, Kyle? AR? I mean, if he's going to be sitting there, I got to yeah, go. You got to do it. All right. I like that. We'll do, so we'll have a little, uh, I don't know. We'll come up with a name for it, but that'll be a little, a little weekly thing. thing. Maybe we'll have a, uh, yeah. Maybe we'll have a little competition end of the year. I like it. Whoever's the most successful. Yeah. yeah. Where, you know, it's, it's like the parents, you know, when they're always bragging about, like, oh, like, my, my kid's yeah, already walking. Jimmy, like, Jimmy was an honor student this quarter. Yeah, like oh, like CJ Stroud had, you know, that's it. We're gonna, you know, yeah. bragging about the baby. Um, oh, he's already crawling. Yeah. The uh, other big news: Dalvin Cook's a Jet, but I the Jet felt like he was already though. I honestly thought he was. I, I I guess he had to pass physicals or whatever. It, you know, his deal was very friendly, and they they're saying that Aaron took a cut for that, and also the potential trade for uh, Bakhtiari. Uh, the other one, Zeke is the. Uh, is a is a uh, patriot. Uh, the memes on Twitter for <laughs> Zeke being a patriot were all time. What an awful Photoshop, though. The I think it was oh. Schuster put out with the him in the fifteen. So like, I know he wore that in college, but like, come on, that was so lazy, so bad. I mean, he, and I mean, he's wearing fifteen. He was at practice joint practice with the Packers today. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I it, the deal's worth up to six million. I don't know. I hope it works out for him. I like when I like Zeke. I do, but they're only going to use him on third down and goal line. So yet again, you've 
given a yeah. highlight compliment yeah, to but an I, Ohio State player and I now the Patriots earlier. I was bashing Stroud earlier. I have picked all Ohio State players. Jeez, maybe I am an Ohio State fan, a closet of Ohio State fan. <laughs> you have those hidden behind all your Baker Mayfield jerseys. I did. No, that's not for the recording. Uh they're the little uniform change for this coming into fall season. Uh, I guess speaking of Baker Mayfield, a Buccaneers like beat reporter put out an article that he had very reliable sources saying that Baker Mayfield was projected to be the starter in their since they signed him. Like there was like it's been guaranteed since they signed him, he was going to be the starter week one. That this whole quarterback competition like was a fraud. Yeah, I think he will start week one, but that's that's I hate to say it, but probably is the last we hear of him. Like this year, I just don't know. I mean, he's got a ball out. The season total for them is six and a half. I, I like. I, I don't. I don't really see them. I think that there's a good chance that they could have the number one overall pick. <laughs> I hate to say that. Yeah, it kills me. Um, Maybe, did you see Baker's Arizona, touchdown pass? Which uh, I don't think I so. He had a, he had a touchdown pass in this past preseason game, and everyone was like, "What two. a great what a great ball what a great ball!" And I was just like. Well, that was a great play by the receiver. It kind of bailed him out a little bit. That's the story of, uh, look, I'm a giant Baker homer, but I'm also realistic. Like, I don't, he had OBJ at one point. He had Jarvis Landry, Dave Njoku. He had Austin Hooper. I mean, like Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and he couldn't figure it out. So I, I don't know. And they had a great defense, but also like the carousel coaches he's had the places he's been I, I don't know i wish he would have stayed in la with mcveigh like that would have been fun to watch and a good way to finish it all out for him i just i mean he'll probably he probably could have a good long career as a backup i mean but yeah i don't know it sucks being the it sucks it just sucks i mean i hope yet look i I hope he has a good year and i can fucking cut all the videos in the world of me screaming whatever stuff but i just being the realist is like I don't know. And also, it's it'd be good to see Trask play. Like, honestly, it would be kind of fun to watch Trask play after sitting behind Tom and all that stuff. Like, it, I, I could get behind that. It's a great story if he does. Absolutely. Hometown kid, too. I mean, like... Back up his entire life. Yeah. Like, I, I would... I'm good either way. I'm go, I will be watching all the box games, but, like, I, I'm good either way. So... Yeah, uh, Robert Sala on Hard Knocks last night ripped his offensive line, and for some reason that's like a big deal in the media today. I didn't think he said anything. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I don't – I can't – he was being a coach. Like, I don't I don't yeah. know. And that's no, Hard Knocks. You have to have a bit in Hard Knocks that, that the coach gets on them. Like, it wouldn't be he's, Hard Knocks. If you did. He's corny. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's, dude, he's, been, so he's been awful. And it's like Aaron Rodgers is coaching that team. <laughs> Yeah, I love that I that was see, on I Colin did. Cowherd today. They were saying, I saw it at the gym. It was like, "Who's the coach of the Bucks?" Who's, yeah, or not the Bucks, the Jets. It was like, yeah. "Who's the coach?" That literally was like the topic today on all the debate shows too. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. way more fun to call him Salah. Yeah, way more fun. Uh, I Henry, know, I mean, everything I, I, I was asking out of Eagles camp, other than Jalen Carter's a grown man. Jalen Carter's a grown ass man. He is a big it's, dude. Jordan Davis, big dude. The Eagles I have a lot that. of big dudes. Um, yeah, it is. And then Jalen Hurts looks good. Got that new Jordan deal. 
Yeah, I hope he wears some like player exclusives. Like he has been. I mean, he already has been. He ones would be so sick. That's what he he had a pair of one red and black ones on the day after the Jordan deal. He's had all white ones. He's had Eagles colored ones. That's dude is he's looking. He's looking. He's looking sharp. The throws are looking sharp. Uh, the big story out of Eagles camp is uh. And it's kind of a broader NFL story now because people love debate. Darius Slay in his interview after camp saying it's not going to be too much longer before we're talking about Devontae Smith as the one of the as the best receiver in the NFL. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think he's great. I, I don't know. I mean, I also. Mm. I mean, I think I don't think there's really a debate, and I'm I'm happy to have it if we want to, but I don't think there's a debate debate that Justin Jefferson's not the best in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and for the and, foreseeable future. Yeah, like I don't. Like, I mean, he's got Kirk Cousins thrown to him, but by the way, a huge Kirk Cousin fan. But it is, it is interesting though when you do have Darius Darius Slay is yeah, I mean, that's credit career really good corner has covered a lot of really good receivers. Shut down Justin Jefferson last year in the Eagles Vikings game. Yeah. So has has gone head to head with the best receivers in the NFL. He's been going up against Smitty every day in practice. And he clearly and I mean you watch Devontae. I mean, Devontae Smith's a technician, like his footwork. Is he skinny Batman? He is yeah. he's skinny Batman. Yeah. Uh yeah, he's a stud. And uh, you know, I like I I could see it. I just it's it's hard for me to envision a world where J, JJ isn't the best in the league for, I mean, like the other one, ah, there's a lot of good receiver quarterback combos. I mean, Jamar and Burrow. Yeah. And the other thing, the only thing that I don't love for Devonte Smith is that AJ Brown's on the other side and AJ Brown has to get the ball. Or else, so, you know, you know, he's a diva. Yeah. Right reasons. He should be like, he's that good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I hope so. I don't know about uh, best in the league. I think he one of the best, I do think, and I do think he gets overshadowed a little. Obviously, A.J. Brown, another great receiver on that team. But the Eagles have two legit ones at receiver. Oh, yeah. And, and I love the whole Batman thing. They do because it's like it really uh, – that, that's such a great point is like that they have two one receivers. It's like, well, there's no Robins. We're all Batman. Yeah. Like, got, I love that, dude. I, I love the Eagles. I'm all – I'm like – I'm good. If the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I'd be cool with it. Like it wouldn't be a uh... yeah, dude. It's great. I mean, what do we got? It's good. skinny this Batman, is... Devonta Smith, uh, strong Batman Smith. or swole Batman. Man is, is AJ, AJ Brown. Brown. Fat Batman is uh, Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. <laughs> oh, I thought Fat Batman fast... was a Twitter troll. No, no, Fat Fat Batman was Kelsey. Uh, <laughs> fast Batman was Quez Watkins. They just had a whole team full of Batmans. Yeah, yeah, I've seen was... I've seen Fat Batman as this troll on Twitter that posts about melatonin. Weird shit. Okay. Yeah. That's, Interesting. That's a different Fat Batman. Fat Batman about melatonin. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm uh, sure that's yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that's real. It's all facts. Sure there's some very factual and not at all racist takes <laughs> from that guy. Definitely no, that guy's not, probably a stand-up not. guy. I bet he's yeah, a, he's a good dude. I, he's a huge he's a huge Stroud boy. I bet he's a huge one. I don't think he's a Stroud boy. I think he might be a 
he might be a proud boy though. That has to be. Yeah. Where was Ugh. where was that Twitter account operator on January sixth? <laughs> Yikes. I could go on a tangent about all that crap that's going on too, but I'm not going to because that's not what we do here. Every week, Luke just like I just get closer and closer to doing more progressively mad about closer and closer to doing it. I get so much closer every week. I swear, (laughs) I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Hours of CNN today, man. Am I close? Yeah, Luke's been watching CNN all day. He's on a heater. Yeah, yeah, he's pissed. See, <laughs> we're just gonna get like, oh, I can't record this week. I've moved off the grid to the woods in Montana. If, if the sideline soda's Twitter account starts tweeting about Trump, we know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Change the password if that starts happening. I've lost all control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dangerous, change it all. Just change it all. Uh, election fraud. Yeah, no. Coming from Luke. God. Uh, yeah, I think that kind of wraps up the NFL. Why did uh, Why did the intro song change to "Rich Men North of Richmond" this uh, week? We never it, discussed that. You know what's You know what's funny about that guy? So he's he's you know twenty minutes from where I live, and I like reached out for him to come play at a brewery, and uh, the amount of backlash I caught for that was kind of surprising from like internally yes. or you like as a business you got to stay neutral like you you can't you just can't and the when he does the part about the Epstein's kids on the islands is like oh my god like i don't know that i can he's he's also one of like i speak spoken with him on the phone he's a very nice guy he's a character i'm that's it that's all i'm saying so yeah, that doesn't. I'm happy to talk about it off, off the podcast. Kind of vibe uh, I got. I don't know. I just obviously he's nah. very talented. That very very talented. Uh all right. Should we do some happy hour heroes and zeros? Yeah, let's 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 get it going. Kyle, somehow you keep doing this one. Somehow relates. Uh, my happy hour hero is hard-hitting journalism. <laughs> uh, Jason Whitlock got into a Twitter space, had himself a time. The uh, The title of it was, uh, Does It Matter If Obama's Gay? It, it, but it was his brother that came out and said it? I, I don't the know. The tweet was like a month old. On, I saw it trending on, on Twitter, and I was like, what the hell is this? What happened is... Oh, Obama was trying to get with one of those crazy, you know, Obama was wrote something in college to try to get with a girl. Where ah. He said what the girl wanted to hear to get with the girl. We've all done it. Never to that. Not all to that extent. No, nope, um, but good for Obama. But we know, you know, you can you can fill in the blanks. Yeah. Maybe it we was, shouldn't. Maybe it we was, shouldn't. you know, it's just very funny because people are like, oh, is Obama gay? It's like, no, this is just like about the straightest thing he could have done in this situation. Yeah. But honestly, it, it was made a up, very made well up a run bullshit Twitter space. story. Yeah. 
I didn't oh, yeah. I didn't listen to it, but I kind oh, of I, I, dude, I listened for like 15, 20 minutes just I think, I have, to go, I think I have to go back and listen to it. Dude, it was great. I mean, honestly, I, I've never heard a Twitter space with so many like a format to it. Everyone came on when it was their turn to speak, and they answered the question whether they thought it mattered or it didn't matter. And then they went on their little rant. They gave themselves like five minutes, yeah. went on to another person. Are we are we gonna weigh in? Is that where we're going? No, absolutely not. But it's okay, just like, cool. can you name like, a Twitter space where you don't just have people just going off on tangents? It was like absolutely it, not. It was a very well run Twitter space. Two Twitter and that's, spaces. And that's why Whitlock is a happy hour hero. He runs yeah. a tight ship. Yeah, hard hitting journalism. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We could be talking about numerous other sports topics, but no, we we decided to go to that topic. Yep. Uh happy hour zero. Yeah, we're going on a lighter note. It's Madden. Apparently, you know, it's that time of year Madden comes out and everyone starts going really hard and the everyone's exposing the glitches like Jill and Waddle's celebration is awful. He looks like a zombie. And yeah. uh, just a little shout out, though, Bill Belichick yet again has not given his rights to being used. Yeah, so they just have to make up some fake coach. This year it is Pete Gaffney is the coach <laughs> of the New England Patriots. There's like a Pete Gaffney out there that's like, this is pretty sick. So shout out, uh, shout out the EA design team because it just—it's really funny to sit there and picture that they spend like serious time putting together a fake guy. Dude, that's a man who stands for his principles. You gotta appreciate it. Pete Gaffney is probably an offensive coordinator in in the MAC. I mean, yeah. By the way, MAC the most dependable conference, but uh, that's crazy. I love that for Belichick. But yeah, the new Madden, I don't have it, but I've seen like some of the videos. It does it there's just never any change. Like Madden has been the same since what? Uh OBJ. The only one that I remember being different was when OBJ made that catch and they added all the aggressive catching stuff. That was it. I don't remember it. And that was 16. I think the only difference that you know came when they added like they remember when they finally updated like the cleats. Oh, that was cool too. That was that was the highlight of the game, though. Is that when you made your player, you weren't just wearing like the 2008 vapors anymore. Yeah, you could wear like the the Under Armour, the high, the tall Under Armors, and you could spat them. They looked sick as hell. Or you could wear the night. You could wear the 99 Jordans. Suit. Yeah, those are sweet. Those are pretty sweet. Yeah, when you weren't wearing the same cleats in the 2000 like 20 game, that you weren't wearing the same cleats from the NCAA football game anymore. R.I.P. Can't wait Damn. to see you soon. Yeah. Uh, Henry, happy hour heroes and zeros. Yeah, happy hour hero. Uh, this week, it's Justin Tucker. There's a little skirmish, red skin. Oh, wow. Commanders. There's a good petition going here in D.C. Yeah, I don't want to get into that one. Either. Um, old, all I'm going to say is old habits die hard. A couple more drinks uh, than Luke will. I apologize. <laughs> uh, the Commanders slash football team. And the Ravens joint practice, little skirmish breaks out. Justin Tucker's right on the sideline, looks over, sees the skirmish. Dude straps, dude puts the helmet on, strap, buckles up that chin strap. He was ready to mix it up. Shout out. Breaking news U.S. women's team manager just resigned. Oh, yeah, that's breaking news. Anyways. Yeah, so Justin Tucker puts the helmet on. He was ready to, ready to go. Love a teammate like that. So happy hour hero, Justin Tucker. Happy hour zero. I got two this week. 
up first, uh, Jim Irsay. Dude is there it just is. a weird dude. He still hasn't paid Jonathan Taylor. Apparently, he has a band, which is him and a bunch of talented musicians. He's probably paying to pretend they want to be in a band with him. Yes. When, you know, obviously no talent from him. But he has a guitar collection, so it counts. And it's Vienna. Yeah, it's like the opposite. It's Jim Irsay and a bunch of talented musicians. It's like the opposite of Hootie and the Blowfish, which was Darius Rucker and a bunch of untalented musicians. Well, um, I heard they're yeah. playing at Firefest this year. Right. <laughs> also, I mean, Ursay, he's kind of a weird, eccentric, rich dude. Comes from wealth. Was he ever on Epstein's weird? plane? Finally realizing he's weird? Oh, what was that? Now we're in the bathroom. Damn! Oh, if he was ever on Epstein Island or anything, ah. <laughs> I, I'm I just like that's a that's a thing to be. <laughs> you know that Henry's just asking questions. I never... I'm just asking questions here. He's not making like... accusations. He's just asking questions. Asking. No, I'm just He's you know a we curious never mind. Us. We never did get those fight logs. No, we never. And Ursay, you know, pay Jonathan Taylor, Jim. Seriously. Henry's oh, question, stop when the cash is checked. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Taylor, I'm not even. <laughs> I'm Jonathan all flustered because this has just been, what a right turn. This entire second half has been. This is great. Yeah, this is not. Good journal. <laughs> This also provides a good transition into my second oh, no. Happy Hour Zero, which is the Tampa Bay Rays for one of the best or worst promotions of all time, depending on how you look at it. Right as the Wander Franco news was breaking, it was Wander Franco night at the Rays game. And I am not making this up. Kids under 13 got a Wando Franco hat. <laughs> Well, somehow we went from bad to worse because Henry just spun. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Epstein, let's talk about Wander Franco again. I was gonna ask if Wander Franco ever was on one of those planes. Um, <laughs> he did, but he didn't go. He didn't go to the Epstein Island. He went to the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yikes! Also, I, I'm, yeah. I have a joke. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. It. Why? Why, like, why stop now at this point? You, yeah, I feel like you've already just pushed uh, us far enough. That sounds a little bit like Wander Franco's looking to identify him. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. They. they well, I didn't want to say it. We're on a tangent. Yellow. It's all alleged. Yellow. Yeah. It's all alleged. It is obviously. Yeah, there definitely wasn't a you know ESPN alert during this podcast or anything with a whole report that came out about. We it. didn't. We didn't just pretty much figure it all out. But yeah, you know. <laughs> Did we just figure it all out? Did you not see the chat? Kyle sent it right when we were. I think we we're in the middle of the cut or the middle segment. And I, oh I, yeah, no, it's all oh, shit. No, it's it's, it's pretty I mean, bad it's when not... the when a Dominican Republic prosecutor is uh is leading the task force because they think yes. something. This isn't gonna end well, and uh, no, it's not. This is not good. You know, obviously... again, it is all legend. We don't know anything yeah. yet, but it is true. He's a sick fuck. But I'll be the, yeah. I'll be the first one to say it. I would I'll dock the Rays ten wins this year. Yeah, but they they need to win the World Series. So let's you know let's figure that out. 
I personally will. I will every game that Wander Franco hit a home run would, in, I will disavow and it will not count towards my official placed, record of the Tampa Bay Rays. I like it. If you had placed a futures bet, say before the season, I'm asking for a friend on the Rays winning the World Series. Would this would that bet be null and void? Should you should you get a refund at this point? Oh, huh. Asking for a friend. He, I. Uh, yes, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I'd say give him money back. <laughs> but I would say also, say the Rays did go on and win the World Series, would if someone hypothetically placed a futures bet, would they also be extremely ecstatic knowing that Wander Franco got them there? Or hypothetically, does that person who wins that bet have to donate it all to a cause? I think a portion of it would maybe go <laughs> yeah, to like, how right. I think that that, that friend needs to go donate the entire money and purchase an entire uh, theater to go watch The Sound of Freedom. (laughs) My goodness, we're just... My happy hour It's about every three weeks we just go off on a tangent, and it's been three weeks. I, uh, day since, uh... Oh, we haven't even gotten to Luke's happy hour heroes and zeros yet. I was, I was... Never mind. I'm not gonna. Uh, my happy. I blame, I blame the listeners. They asked for us to come back. Yeah, they did. You could have let us just close up shop and be done, and you guys said, "Come yeah. on back." Could have just gotten on Wednesday and just booze and done all this without recording it. Uh, well, we were planning on that anyway. He probably would be better for a our rumble, prospects. like a rumble link, so we can do all this shit there, so we can't get in trouble for. It. <laughs> anyways, anyways. My happy hour here. The first podcast that averages less than 20 listeners to get taken off of Spotify. (laughs) As we would be. Uh, This is a weird transition. Now I feel weird doing this, but my happy hour Little League World Series. Uh, The Little League World Series is back, and it is honestly one of the best events of the summer every year. it's entertaining to watch some of those kids just hit bombs. I mean, there's a game. I also sit there and think, I, I look at the pitchers and I go, I would take this kid oh, yard 10 times. I would go I mean, yard. Yeah, absolutely. Hitting the little little series as a 24. I think I hit probably 900. <laughs> I think I'd hit 1,000. I'm genuinely. I would be absolutely raking. I genuinely think that they'd mercy rule every single game. I'd be up by something. But I'd love to go do it. I would love to go do it. Um, yeah, put me on third base and I'm running through the catcher. I've got two two happy hour zeros. My first is uh, I've got a cold, and that's being sick sucks. There's nothing fun about it. Uh, my second oh, were one you is traveling. Yes. Uh, Check the flight logs. Oh, jeez. Uh, the second one. The second one is casinos that don't have free drinks. I was uh, at a casino in Pittsburgh the past weekend. Um and you had to pay for all your drinks, which I think is bullshit. Like I kind of have a third. I was at the roulette table and there's a guy who maybe was a listener. Just everything I pick, I picked red. He picked black. <laughs> like, been a listener. Oh, I've I, listen. Fade me on sports betting. Don't fade me on the roulette table. Fade me everywhere. You, but you can fade him. Yeah, you can fade him on the roulette. I was table. gonna say. So they weren't they weren't serving free drinks. So you obviously came out a winner, right? Uh. No. If there are no I, free drinks, I mean, everyone oh, loses. I probably won. I probably won like 150 bucks. It was, you know. But then immediately spent that on drinks. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, there's a, all right. Yep, that's kind of what I, I expected. Yeah, I had there's so some. It was, con- so yeah. it's what a normal what a normal casino with free drinks is like for you then? 
because normally you lose. I just would have spent it more on the gambling than the drinks. So they got my money. It didn't matter. But uh, they always do those places. They always get your money. They're they're very good at it, but they are. Roulette's a blast. Roulette's definitely a game. All right. Yeah. Um, Welcome back from the bathroom, Jim Irsay. (laughs) Having himself a grand old time. Someone should go check in on that. Now, if you tune into our uh, sidelines goes after dark. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to do, in honor of Jim, I say, I'm going to do this podcast from the toilet. <laughs> that would be electric. It's like Our Henry, YouTube viewers are ecstatic now. Henry, you can now leave the bathroom. Like, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that next week. I'll just sit in the bathroom all, in my Colts jersey. You just yeah. all sit in <laughs> Just everyone sits in there. A little housekeeping solidarity for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, a little housekeeping. Uh, be on the lookout. Two episodes a week are coming. The start of football season. Um, most likely going to be Wednesday, Thursday. I'm pretty sure. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. Um, as football gets yep. on. Also, uh, wasted wagers. If you're not following, follow it. Their season totals coming out in the next couple of weeks, or well, next two weeks, as well as well as. Uh, some uh, sideline sodas parlays. We're gonna get yep. into that, so we're all gonna give a and pick. We're, we're doing the the main episode stays the same. It'll large, you know, recap of the week's events, you know, all the good stuff, and then and the second one, whatever else comes up. You normally, you can normally just turn us off by the time you get to the second half. Once the first bad joke comes, you just know it's not getting better. The second one, though, that's going to be a shorter episode, probably around 30, 45 minutes. It's going to be previewing the week ahead for the for college football in the NFL. Yep, and touching on other sports as well. We're going to do a little Premier League action as yeah, anyone on YouTube right now sees. Yep, all football. It's total all football. Total football. Total football preview podcast. Yeah, and eventually it'll turn into, you know, other sports as well. This. But right now, it's total football. Total football. Laser, we are laser focused. As yeah. I'm sure you can tell by this episode. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on with us. Thanks for listening. Uh, man, I can't wait for football. Oh, yep. total football. Yeah. Next weekend. Let's go. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. I guess two times. Yeah. See Just what you wanted. More of us. What you wanted. Um, yep. This is, this is one of those times we're going to be in the recording. <laughs> Billboard, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance floor to run on. If you want to run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. I had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm where the music don't stop for life. Glitter in the sky, glitter in my eyes, shining just the way like. If you're feeling like you need a little bit of company, you met me at the perfect time. One of the greatest, ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitated, I'm heavily medicated. Ironic, I gave him love and they end up hating on me.